0: sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away so call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR
1: and make your voice heard this is the big show with
0: andy and brendan on ktgr second hour of the program thanks for tuning in to the big show on espn 100.5 and 105.1 ktgr your total sports station in mid-bissouri Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com. And on the KTGR app, it's Andy Brendan and producer Chris here. We're talking Chiefs some more. That loss yesterday to the uh, to the Eagles. Rough one to take. How big of a hit did it take to the Chiefs, you know, ceiling, essentially? Are they still a Super Bowl favorite? Are they still a Super Bowl contender? Tell us your thoughts. 875 KTGR. Brendan, Chris, and I, we will all go head-to-head-to-head in the Big Show Thanksgiving Draft at 525. Who will put together the best Thanksgiving plates? Uh, We'll get to that very soon. We'll talk some Cardinals and their recent pitcher signings at 545. Give us your thoughts at 875-KTGR. First, before we get any of that, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the Top 5 at 5 on the Big Show. Number one you want to trade
1: away for curtain number one, you can have curtain one. Chiefs, oh my goodness. It seems like for the 100th consecutive week, the Kansas City Chiefs find a way to not score any points in the second half. They had things in control last night on Monday Night Football when they went to halftime. But in the second, they didn't score anything. The Eagles scored a couple of touchdowns, knocking off the Chiefs 21-17 at Arrowhead. And really, this wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault. Once again, guys, it's on the wide receiver's that simply can't seem to catch the balls that he puts right into their bread basket. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, you have to catch that touchdown. For all the faults the Chiefs had last night, if he just catches that touchdown, they win the football game. I couldn't believe what I was seeing.
0: Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable.
1: Cardinals news is coming in hot and heavy. Lance Lynn happened yesterday with that reported signing for one year, 10 million. And now today, former Mizzou Tiger Kyle Gibson signs with the Cardinals, a $12 million deal on a one-year pact. Both guys have an option year for 2025. And John Mazzaloc, hey, finally had a press conference. Wouldn't you know it? At Bush Stadium announcing both of those deals, making them official. Cardinals fans kind of up in arms because these seem like kind of Bottom of the barrel moves. I think the Cardinals have added a number four and a number five to their rotation. And those guys can contribute. But where's the ace on this staff? Still looking number three. Here's for number three. Yes! I'm convinced that if you swap the wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Missouri Football Tigers, Mizzou, well, they might still be fighting for bowl eligibility going into the Arkansas game. Uh, And, yes, I'm saying that if they had the professionals that are on Kansas City's team, maybe that's a little bit hyperbolic. The Chiefs, though, I think they would be undefeated, and I don't think that's completely crazy because Luther Burden, unquestionably the best wide receiver that plays in the state of Missouri for his home games. Number four. four. Oh, I shanked it. Something that deserves mention on today's show, the Padres have found a manager and its former Cardinals manager, Mike Schilt. Really excited to see this hire. I think he did deserve another shot at the helm for a big league franchise. Has put in the time as an advisor slash coach with the Padres the last couple of seasons. And There are a lot of Cardinals fans I know still think he got a raw deal in St. Louis. I'm interested to see if he can turn that thing around for San Diego because the Padres underperformed last year as well. Number five.
0: What is the five fingers
1: say of the face? Stop! Thanksgiving draft. Oh, man. My plate is going to put Chris's and Andy's to shame. I think I'm ready. It's time. That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR.
0: Eight seven five K T G R. If you want to call or text us, it will be time at five twenty five. Just to be clear, but
1: you know, I you thought know. I could trick you by maybe <laughs> skipping over the Chiefs talk because I just uh, don't have anything no. to say about that. No,
0: them. again, you got to take your medicine. Uh, but, uh, but this is it, it believe is me,
1: this is not nearly as bad as my Mizzou basketball medicine from yesterday. Uh, I don't yeah. live and die with the Chiefs, but I want them to do well. I'm a good, I'm a team player. I know it makes producer Chris happy when they do well, so I wanted, I want the Chiefs to do well. I had my Mahomes shirt on last night. It didn't help. Didn't do a darn thing. Should have had my MVS shirt on so that I could have burned it after the game. Whoa! That would have been more of a better use of time. I'm what? just saying.
0: You have an MVS shirt?
1: Okay, wouldn't it be funny if I did? <laughs>
0: no, of course I. Me?
1: I have a. I know I have a lot of random jerseys. Yes, I now have a Carson Wentz probably Colts where you jersey.
0: got that uh, that bootleg uh, jersey yes, uh, I, site wherever you went. <laughs> I, I
1: have a Baker. Get a Packers Browns. one. Get a Packers no, we'll MVS jersey. These are not bootleg. That's the thing about these jerseys I bought last, last week. They're legit. Here's the one problem. The one I was most excited about, and I was going to wear it later this week on Thanksgiving, they had Ezekiel Elliott Cowboys jerseys on this site as well for like 15 bucks. So I grabbed one. I thought a size large would make the most sense, but I'm not a super tall guy. It's crazy how the various choices in terms of like jersey style changes how it fits you because the other ones, they all fit great. This Zeke jersey is like a dress on me, and I don't know really <laughs> what I'm going to The sleeves come out to, like, my wrists almost. I don't understand how that one is so different from all the other ones. That's the one I was most excited about, and I I look ridiculous in it. Well, at least I feel ridiculous in it. I know jerseys are baggy, but come the on. The
0: Ezekiel Elliott one should be the shorter ones. It should be the crop top, right? It should be, it a, crop should be a crop top. I,
1: I think I just got to cut the bottom off yeah, of it to honor exactly. Zeke. Woo. Put the football pads on. That's what I need. I need to be wearing pads because then it would fit perfectly. There you go, Woo. don't hurt
0: him. That's how it works. Uh, but you ever
1: eat, pa- uh, wear pads during your Thanksgiving meal? Absolutely.
0: Uh, uh, I, all the, every year. That's a tradition. Actually, you That's know?
1: what you do. You wear you eat your meal
2: in full pads. <laughs> yeah, it's for uh, my lower back, so I can just be like, oh. That's-
0: it does help. Uh, yeah, I'm sure if there are any MBS jerseys out there that they are being burned. Um, but uh, eight seven five K TGR. What does this loss mean going forward for the Chiefs? I mean seven and three now. Uh, now the two seed in the AFC, they got jumped by the Ravens with that loss. So the Ravens are now the one seed at eight and three, and the Chiefs now have a couple tiebreakers still over the Jaguars and. The Dolphins, so that's what they have going for them. But, I mean, what do you think about the the fact that look, they they did lose that game, but look around the rest of the AFC. If you had to guess right, if you had to say right now, who's your who's your top team in the AFC? Uh, I still say it's the Chiefs. Like, come on, yeah, probably, yeah, it is. It just is. I don't have a
1: better answer, that's
0: why. Well, yeah, exactly. And I I think look, the loss is is a bad one to take. The receivers are bad. Uh they have not they did not address that at the trade deadline when they saw evidence. Like you you saw evidence week 1. A, a game where the Chiefs were in it with the Lions trying to drive late to get a late score to make sure they weren't losing by a point. You don't have Travis Kelsey in that game, but you're still getting your receivers open. Mahomes is still hitting them in the hands. Right. And they're not catching the football. And then you fast forward 10 weeks later in a game where Kelsey is playing. Again, you still have to turn to some of these other guys at times to make some plays. Again, there are times where they get open, and Mahomes delivers a perfect pass. And again... They can't catch the ball. It wasn't just MVS. Uh, Justin Watson had some bad uh, drops yesterday, too. Even Travis Kelsey had some, uh, some bad drops also. I mean, it, I don't think there were too many guys that were immune from this. Uh, bad yesterday. drop and, I
1: mean, a like, and a fumble, too. And a fumble. That's even more damaging because it changes possession. Yeah, I still think the Chiefs are my team in the AFC, Andy, but if you look at the standings now, there are a bunch of teams tied with KC at seven and three. Yeah. I just want to go through real quick records wise and just give me the comparison, Chiefs versus and why maybe we still lean Kansas City. We'll scrub it, so to speak, okay. like we talked right. about with the the C F P yep. rankings. Go through it. Yep. Um first of all, the Ravens actually now have the best record. They've played you an did. extra game, but they're eight and three. I still think the Chiefs beat the Ravens head to head, personally, but I guess I could see the Ravens play their best game. They probably win, but what do we think about these two teams compar- comparatively?
0: It's so tough. The numbers are almost identical. I think like when it comes to total offense and total defense, the Ravens are like third in both categories and the Chiefs are fourth. Like it's it, or for offense they're a little bit further down, but like they're they're right next to each other essentially. Like they're they're almost identical teams
1: i'm uh, taking the ravens notice. offense right now though i mean you look at, even without scored, mark
0: andrews that well that's a concern that's going a forward
1: but he he got early early injured in that game right he wasn't in for the whole the whole game yeah. on thursday no was he? he wasn't and the ravens still put up points i mean they've scored 30 plus points in five straight games which is kind of a rarity in the the nfl that we're seeing this year with such low scores so Maybe I shouldn't so quickly answer that question, Chris. I know you're a doomsday scenario guy right now, but do you do you have your Ravens above your Chiefs in terms of yeah. aptitude for a Super Bowl run? You, you, you're at, you're at
2: that point. Why? No, no, no.
0: Yeah. Why? Why? Why is that?
2: They're catching passes, man. You well, see Odell that's... Beckham in that game? <laughs> he went
0: crazy. <laughs> I mean, Odell I did the, have a nice the game. Patriots are catching passes, but you see where they are. <laughs> like, hey, not that many. They have great. Juju Smith-Schuster right now. They're not scoring Wouldn't points, you love though. to have that Chiefs fans at the moment? Well, um, but. No, it's it's very close. That's the that's the hardest one to go through. I would still lean Chiefs because I still trust the quarterback more.
1: Depends on where you um, play. I it. trust I trust the consistency of the Chiefs defense more. Which that too. Yeah. I know they you know they gave up whatever twenty one points last night, but they, they still got they still sacks. They, like, yeah, they, they play well. Yeah, like uh, I don't think the Chiefs would ever give up thirty. The only of the thing Browns. they didn't
0: do yesterday was get a takeaway, right? And that was really it. You know. So, they usually
1: are okay about doing that. Exactly. That's that's the one thing, though, that it, maybe I shouldn't just look at one isolated game. But, like, I don't see the Chiefs giving up 33 to the Cleveland Browns like the Ravens did a couple weeks ago. But when uh-huh. the Ravens play their best, they dominate by, like, 30-plus points against the Seahawks and the Lions. And those are two likely playoff teams. So that's what's a little bit tricky for me. But I, I do still think I lean the Chiefs there. And then in the other ones it feels easier, the Dolphins – I mean, the Chiefs didn't really play that well offensively in Germany, and they beat them. They got it done. They got enough. Same thing against the Jaguars. Their offense wasn't great in that early season game. They got it done. They had enough. And the Browns, I just don't think would score a point against the Chiefs. Like I just, (laughs) maybe when you get Joe Flacco in there, it helps. I don't really know. That's not really the the way to brighten up an offense. But that's all. That's what they're doing right now because they just don't have a quarterback.
0: Eight seven five KTGR. If you want to call or text us, like you can have concerns about the rest of the the schedule for the Chiefs. Like they're they half came out of first place in the AFC, and they have to go to some tricky places against some bad teams. Like the the teams they're playing are are bad teams, but the places that they are playing in are not easy places to play. Like at Vegas, it can be tough to play there sometimes. At Lambeau in a couple of weeks, definitely tough, especially at night. At New England, same thing, night game, it's cold, not easy. And then you have home games against some of these, you know, more, I mean, we thought more of these teams at the time, but now they've dropped off record-wise, the Bills, the Bengals. Um, the Raiders are also coming to Arrowhead at some point, and then you have the Chargers. Like It's just, it's a very mixed bag. And the question now is, how many more losses can you afford? I think the the most you can probably afford is uh, is only one more. If you're looking at the the one seed, I think. But I yeah,
1: but I mean, the good news is when you look at the teams they're they're going up against, they've beaten two of them, right? They've beaten the Jaguars, they have beat the Dolphins. So tiebreaker wise, they don't lose yes. anything by losing to the Eagles because they're in the other conference. Right, so that yeah. at least you know. Helps you a little bit from that perspective.
0: Yeah. And it's a little, it, I mean, it'll only be troubling to you if you get to the Super Bowl and you get a bad matchup. And, you know, if, but, but like I said, if you face the Eagles in the, in the Super Bowl this year, Chiefs, I, I think you're winning again. I, I
1: think the Niners would absolutely stomp the Eagles. Or I'm sorry, would stomp the would Chiefs. Would stomp the
0: Chiefs Is, if they're the right team now, going there.
1: Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I stomp would defense. be the
0: correct word, but I mean, no, it, but, but you talk about a game. It would be more like a game last night where the Chiefs have every chance to to win that game, but probably don't.
1: Okay, and the Chiefs were minus two and a half at home, which basically says even Steven in terms yep. of like they bake in home field advantage. What do you think right now? The point spread would be for the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. Because it would be Gosh. a neutral site. It would be. I think you're going to get like minus two and a half. It might even cross over to minus three and a half in favor of the Niners. That would be my prediction today. No, not a that far. A lot could change. Two and, any, two and a half? I don't
0: think it's any more than two.
1: I think it's below a field goal, but it's it's like right up against it. All right. Two Two and a half.
0: That line's going to move juice. so much if you if it actually ends up happening.
1: I know, right. and there's going to be so many. These teams are going to be different by the time, if and when that should come to fruition, because health is going to be a, a factor. But I don't know. I like the one seed to me is is definitely in peril for the Chiefs. You've got plenty of winnable games on the schedule. The one thing I'll say though is like the Eagles is probably the best team you're going to have to see the rest of the way. Yeah, because the Bills aren't what we thought they were. The Bengals are done. I mean, they're toast. They don't have Burrow, so they're not scary at all anymore. Kind of makes me sad for that, like, fun end-of-season matchup.
0: Um, December 31st, they, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah
1: that would have been lit, dude. Yep. But it just it wasn't meant to be. That means the Chiefs are probably, like, right now, the Burrow injury by itself makes me think, yeah, the Chiefs, I still feel great about them finding their way to the one seed because the Ravens just sometimes lose to people they're not supposed to lose to. They got to go to Jacksonville. They got to play the Dolphins. I think the Ravens probably beat the Dolphins. That'll be another good New Year's Eve game. And the Ravens have to go to San Francisco. So yeah, I'm gonna. What what percentage would you give right now on the Chiefs to secure the one seed, even after last night? You know,
0: it's it's actually a pretty good chance. I, would I think say. it's a great chance. I yeah. mean, it's not above fifty percent. I but I'd give it a strong thirty five.
1: You know, it's hard to say it is above fifty just because technically there are like what four teams that are three losses that could, at this point that could get four to that or five.
0: Point. Yeah, but here's the and thing: like I, it, we've talked about the Dolphins not necessarily being the the team that we thought they were. I'm counting at times. them out. That's why.
1: That's yeah. why I am going to say a higher number than fifty percent because I'm counting the Dolphins out completely. First of all, you have to win an extra game because the Dolphins lost that tiebreaker to the Chiefs. Same thing for the Jaguars. The Jaguars, the Ravens and the Chiefs are the only teams with any chance. I don't think the Browns have Cleveland? any chance. Nope. I'm nope. counting them out. 7-3 and three is great. I, I haven't seen their schedule, but I assume it's just like a wrecking crew of divisional games down the stretch, and that whole division is tricky. Like, they they beat the Steelers. Good job. They only you got Jaguars, have
0: one Texans. divisional yeah, game damn. left, and it's against the, it's Bengals. the Bengals.
1: Why is that, man? It seems like most of the time
0: teams play. They those knocked at out the end. a lot of them before. Like they, You're right. they had three out of their first four games were all within <clears> the division for Cleveland, and they just okay. played the Steelers again. Yeah, this
1: is too early. This is this is a little you know a day too early, I guess. Because I guess we'll have to do our picks tomorrow. But anyway, Browns Broncos. That's in Denver. Do you take the Browns to win that game? Because that's another kind of swing game that if they can get it, suddenly you do look up and see Rams, Bears, Jets, Bengo, Bengals without Burrow on the schedule. Yeah, Damn, I mean, the Broncos could win like 12 games. That's that's a very realistic possibility. <laughs> the Broncos so could I'll, win
0: 12 games? Uh, the Browns. I'm You're sorry, the, the Browns. Browns.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, technically the Broncos could win out and win 12 games that's because they're 5-5. Yeah. and five. Yeah, But no, actually, okay, so let's rank them. The, the threats to the Chiefs right now, who do you think is the one you're dismissing the most? And we're just going to look at the Dolphins, okay. the Browns, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Jags. Those are the five teams that have seven and three or better. I'm going to say the least threatening is the Dolphins. You already beat them, and I think they're fake. I think they're fraudulent when it comes okay. to playing against right. good teams. So, so Next least would, threatening is the Browns for me.
0: The Browns. The, but schedule um, does scare me on the Browns a little more than I thought it would. I think Baltimore is still in a very good spot uh, to to be there at the very end uh, to challenge the Chiefs. I think they're still the biggest threat, more so than Jacksonville, definitely more so than Miami.
1: Jacksonville's got an easy schedule too. That like Ravens, Jags, whoever wins that game is probably going to have a lot of is going to be right up against it. But remember, Jacksonville's got to win an additional game because they lost the tiebreak to the Chiefs as well.
0: And Jacksonville's about to be uh, second place in their division uh, this time next week. So I mean,
1: okay, you know, so the Jags thing for you. Hey, the Texans look,
0: I mean the Texans related. might be a threat. They're only a game back of the Chiefs. Stop it! Look at Stop the Texans talking. schedule. You talk about an Stop easy talking. schedule.
1: No, we're not after doing the this.
0: Jags. Chris Broncos the, Jets, Jets the Titans.
2: No, let, let Browns it. Titans he's Colts. That's a last
0: place schedule that you're talking about, man. He's... <sighs>
1: Actually, it kind of is. There's it so is many bad NFL is. teams. Yeah. How can we look at all these schedules and go, "Wow, they don't That's play anybody not a good the schedule. rest of the year"? Yeah,
0: because the NFL is not good at all.
1: The Texans are going to win 11 games. All right, I'm going to say the Texans. I still don't buy, but very quickly no, not, if they no, beat no, yeah, the Bra- yeah, They're not the. Biggest I mean, yeah. if, if they beat the, if they beat the Jaguars and then they get the, you know, Broncos, Jets, they are winnable games. I'm going to say though that for me. The Browns are going to slip up in some spots they shouldn't against that bad schedule. So they're the least, or the the, the Dolphins are the least threatening, just don't trust them. Then the Browns get a bump because of schedule. I am going to say I still think the Ravens more threatening than the Jaguars only because the tiebreaker factor. The Chiefs have it over the Jaguars, and I think that's going to be a tough one for them to get up. But for me, maybe I won't go 50%, because after looking at all the schedules, I do kind of realize, like, there are some easy, easy schedules for these opponents that the Chiefs are vying against for the for the spot. But I'm going to still say like 40% Chiefs, 25% Ravens, 20% Jags, and then a little bit for the Browns. None for you, Dolphins. You, you, you don't count. Wow. I just flat out don't believe in it. I'm tired of getting getting bought in and then they lose to a team that's like even somewhat capable. They barely beat the Raiders this week. I just, I don't see it.
0: 875-KTGR, how big of a chance do you put the Chiefs right now of being the one seed in the AFC, even after that loss to the Eagles last night? Give us your thoughts at 875-KTGR as we uh, continue to talk about it here on The Big Show. We're going to get some Cardinals thoughts, too, about their signings of Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson that they made official today. That's at 545. But up next, it's time to get our big boards ready. And get our stomachs ready for the Big Show Thanksgiving Draft. Brendan, Chris, and I will draft our premier Thanksgiving plates, and you'll get to decide who the winner is next year on the Big Show. You are listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Ah, yes. It's time once again for the oh, Big man. Show we're, Thanksgiving we're going Draft. For
1: the, the draft music and everything. We're taking, yeah. taking this serious. Okay.
0: okay. Of course we are. I don't think I'm fully prepared for that Are level you?
1: of, uh, no, no but okay. you know what? My best performances in life have just been kind of winging it. And I know that I did great last year. So if I just can channel that, well, you energy, were,
0: yeah, the winner last year, okay. um, or was I, All you right. were, yeah. You didn't even know. <laughs> Come on. Nope. <laughs> I thought I was, but I wasn't sure. Well, all yeah, these you were.
1: Drafts kind of blend together sometimes. I, I forget how I perform.
0: I suppose. But uh, all right, we we have our big show Thanksgiving draft once again. The way we like to do this, we we go back and forth, uh, taking turns with our with our foods. Uh, everybody gets turkey and gravy on their plates. That's not that's not a draftable thing. We're just all assuming that because it's such a universal part of Thanksgiving. All three of our plates will have turkey and gravy, and we're picking what goes around
1: it. Yeah, that's my favorite rule that we always do. I think that's, I think that's it's like a free space. should be. Yeah. yeah, it's a free square so that nobody's because like otherwise those are considered staples. So whoever gets the first pick, which is usually Andy, would then just Not be able to, to hog it up. Well, well, it's Jay, the way apparently. you do the way you do these little, you know. Oh, I randomly generated. I for years we've been doing it this way, and for, and years, for years I have made I that
0: so transparent. Like, come it. on. Come on, man! I keep
1: questioning it. I'm just not sure. All right, but that's okay. That's okay.
0: It's on five KTGR uh, to uh, to text in what you think we should uh, be picking here. All right, so I will do it. Like you can again. Um, <laughs> Andy's gonna be first. D- Wait it, and see. No, like uh, look, it's one through three on a num- random number generator. Just assigning the number one to Andy, the number two to Brendan, the number three to Chris
1: why because you think you're the
0: best no and okay. that's an alphabetical order like abc makes perfect sense and i'm going to get the sequence right now and guess what who game. has the number what? one pick it's brendan this time ah, followed crap. by me Whatever. and chris that's a bad look my god so uh that's a
1: bad look for me to get the number one after all the complaining i know
0: did. seriously like come on okay so here here's the way that that it happens uh Brendan's going to go first. We will snake this, not like we do the Picks of the Week. We will go snake yeah. style for this. That's fair. Um, we are drafting one non-turkey entree, three sides, one bread, and one dessert. Okay. So six and total things.
1: I think that, I again, when you're in this chair, you have to take the gimme. And I feel like every year there is a gimme. As the number one pick, it's gotta be mashed potatoes.
0: Because oh, yeah. if you've
1: got turkey, gravy, and mashed potatoes, you're kinda set. Like you there there are other things that can make it a great meal and a great plate, but I feel like if that's all I had, I would survive on Thanksgiving. So I'm just gonna grab that while I've got the chance because there's no way mashed potatoes would be getting back to me. At the bottom of the second round, so give me mashed potatoes. Mashed with my number potatoes one pick. is the number that's the one, one pick one, off baby. the
0: board. So, uh, so that's a good one, and I think I have to go with um, with stuffing, or like folks say, dressing. Uh, it's interchangeable. I think
1: stuffing is a good safe first round pick. So I think, sure. it,
0: yeah, it's. Another staple you got to make sure you have on the plate too. So and We
1: get three sides, right? That's the deal.
0: Three sides. Yeah, so I got to pick a
1: dessert and a bread. There we and go. Entree.
2: Okay.
0: All right, so we we've made our first two picks here on the Big Show Thanksgiving Draft. It's now Chris's first pick, Woo! Chris. Where are you going? Okay, two perfect. sides
2: off the board. Give me mac and cheese, man. Oh, he Bring got it right mac here. Mac and
0: cheese. Bring it
2: right here. That's what I'm making on Thursday.
1: Hey. Oh, that's a great one, man. And I think I think last year that helped carry me because somehow y'all gave me mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. I don't know how that happened, but
2: that, I don't know uh, how either. Yeah, that Man.
1: that was why I won. I'm pretty sure it was. You know what? It's probably because
2: you I was in the two spot and you were like the you were like on the river. So at the like loop back I was around on the turn.
1: It. Yeah, I don't know. Andy must have had some weird weird pick. I have no idea. Oh
0: um. whatever. Yeah, I don't know the order how it all happened last year, <laughs> I but don't remember. We, it's okay. Here so, we go. all right. So, Chris, you go again because it's snake. That's true. Yeah, you oh, got another one.
2: Yep. That's a good spot to let's, be. let's get some. Uh, let's get some green bean casserole in here. Come on now.
1: Oh
0: okay. man, another good pick. That's right. He's got a really sturdy, sturdy yeah, set Yeah, that's of sides a right very now. good start for Chris.
2: Fry your own onions. Come on, throw them in. Let's get it.
0: That was very well done. Uh, okay, I I think I'm in trouble all of a sudden. Um, what? Yeah, it started. I know, but I mean, it's <laughs> kind of derailed a little bit. Um, okay. Here's what I'll do. I think I'm sniping Brendan with this one. Uh-oh. For my we non-turkey turkey well entree, I am taking Shoot. brisket. Damn. Give me brisket for the non-turkey entree. I think that's an excellent choice. It can go it with is. just about anything else on the plate. I'm going to go... Brisket is my non turkey entree. I I'll miss the uh, the ribs on my plate. I I liked ribs last year, um, as my non turkey entree. But I'm well, gonna... now
1: that you said ribs, I almost feel like I have to, with one of these two picks, lock it in. Because I don't like I don't really know a lot about the great alternative meats on Thanksgiving. Like is because everybody's got turkey, but do you really need? How important is a second meat if you've got? A lot of game when it comes to your side dishes, and you know you get turkey. So that's what's kind of yeah. tricky for me right now. Um, man, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, I'm, I'm gonna do this, and it's a little risky. I might, I might turn some people off with this pick, but I'm gonna take sweet potatoes. I'm doubling up on potatoes wow. here.
0: Okay, it's very I potato. Think it's,
1: um, it's potato heavy. I'm gonna have to be, I'm gonna have to try and be smart with my my third side this time. But I and then I am going to go ahead and lock in ribs because, while I don't know that I've ever really had it on Thanksgiving, if it were there, I it would it be a game changer, right? So I don't think anybody can look at my my list of options here and go, oh no, I can't possibly, you know, stand for Brendan. No, I think people are going to look at ribs and go, absolutely, pass them over. So I'm going to maybe it's maybe it's the cop out pick, but I'm I'm going to take it because I think it's the best alternative meat you can come up with at this point that's left on the board
0: yeah it's it's an interesting place to be right now uh, okay we're doing our big show thanksgiving draft drafting the best uh thanksgiving plate that we can come up with 875 ktgr if you want to text in suggestions i'm up next right yeah because you made you made two picks okay Do
1: that cushy middle every time in
0: the yeah you ready for the turn um I'm gonna go Hawaiian rolls to Ooh. to take my bread off the. It's uh, so
1: safe, it's such a safe, good pick for the the rolls. Yeah,
0: so um, Hawaiian rolls are off the board, Chris. If you were thinking of those, unfortunately, oh, you cannot Shoot. have them.
2: I'm just gonna have to go for my entree then. I'm picking ham. Get in on here. Let's go.
0: Okay, ham.
2: Yeah, big ham guy, Andy. What are your thoughts about ham? I, on I'm
0: I'm
1: Thanksgiving
0: pro ham. I'm not I'm not anti ham. I'll say that much. I don't know if I ever
1: really end up with any ham on my plate. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna you're yeah. to the turkey, you know, gonna play the hits.
0: You know, typically. ham is a good change up to the turkey, um, to the turkey taste, I think.
1: And Chris has a very, I mean, he's got classic right now with green bean casserole, but he's also just got a heavy hitter with mac and cheese, but. Was it strategic? I took away any chance of, like, where's he finding potatoes now in that side dish? Yeah, I know, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's
0: got mac and cheese and green bean casserole right now. No, there's not really any potatoes in green bean casserole. Not really. I mean, uh, you've got another pick here, Chris, by the way. Yeah, you're, you're up next. Yeah, you, you're on the You're um, on the fourth This is the fourth, star of the fourth I'm round. I'm just going
2: to let you guys finish discussing whatever I picked before I pick mine again. Um, <laughs> it's analysis. <laughs> let <see. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm analyzing. Getting yeah. The, I'm getting the milk hyper take. Uh, let's go <laughs> Crescent, Crescent, Crescent Rolls, baby. Let's get it. Rolls. Yeah, come on.
0: Pile them on. Chris's list is looking almost identical to last year's. Like, he is... He's got a he's got a, a taste. A lot you of know? the same stuff, you know. All
1: right. We did, well, last year he didn't do well, so I think we're just kind of letting him take his own season again. Well, he almost
0: know. beat you. I mean, it actually wasn't all that uh, convincing. He was at th- was you a were close match. You were at thirty nine percent. and He was at thirty six. Oh. So like, it, all right. You know. Well,
1: I know that last year, yeah i I had an off the board side. I'm not going to do that this time. I don't think. Um,
0: okay. Because
1: I want to change it up a little bit, but I'll let you let you find your uh, your pick here, Andy. Before I I drop my yeah. my bonus two hammers at the turn. I only
0: have one side right now, so I'm trying to think if I need to make sure that I have that at the moment.
1: So if you snipe your side away I'm and not ready to be go,
0: and um, shoot, I'm gonna take. Okay, here's where I'm gonna go. my My second side is cranberry sauce.
1: Yep, you sniped
0: me. Yep, cranberry sauce is my second one to go. Maybe with the turkey if yeah, you I don't know if I would put it on the brisket, um, but uh, it can go with so many other things on your plate. It's very versatile. Uh, uh, five tool player. I think it's. Uh, I think it's very good. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god! What, continue. Did you, you come up. You come up with a good one. Wow, yeah. Chris! All of a sudden, has a revelation. He's. <laughs> he better makes. Sure, he better hope that the next three picks are not anything that he just thought of it's so obvious because brendan's got two now brendan i've got
1: two and i'm not gonna leave this turn i feel like i i mm, mean i feel like i almost have to go a little bit traditional with the dessert but i'm worried that my whole plate is kind of got the same texture like sweet (laughs) potatoes and you got mashed potatoes they're all soft and like i was thinking like pumpkin pie but i think if i go another route Mean, I, I might just be overwhelming in the way that I that this lands. It might not work with people. I'm a big cherry pie cherry pie fan, but I'm playing to the crowd right now. I think I'm gonna go pumpkin pie because that's it's a safe pick. And wow. I don't want to load like I feel like either of y'all's plates, if you end up with it, it could put you over the top. So I almost have to just as a blocking mechanism, take it here. Chris has still got the evil grin over there, so whatever he whatever he thought up, it wasn't pumpkin pie. Now I'm just going to say, uh, give me homemade dinner rolls as my bread, because Hawaiian rolls aren't homemade. Those come in an orange bag. Um, so homemade. So
0: homemade balls. dinner rolls? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know how similar it could be to Hawaiian rolls. I know. I, I know. the what, uh, what What are we talking about? Contexture-wise. Or texture-wise. Texture? Yeah, texture. Did I, I say contexture? They're, they're
1: just, yeah. <laughs> no, but they're just little, uh, I don't know. They're...
0: Are they a little They're more firm, firm? Little, little little firmer. Okay, yeah. all right. They're just like dinner rolls.
1: Just uh, just all
0: right. I, I'm just gonna put dinner rolls on here. If that's uh, is dinner rolls yeah, fair put, to put? Put dinner rolls. I think. Okay. All right. There.
1: It's all, I always specify that it's homemade, but maybe I'll have to send you a picture <laughs> because
0: that's. <where laughs> I think I know what you're talking Thursday. about. But yes, uh, no. I get. Uh, I get it. Okay. So dinner rolls is your bread. Now the yeah. breads have all been taken. So no breads uh, a ought to be taken more. Oh, everybody's
1: got everybody's, everybody's got a, a bread. bread. Okay,
0: everybody's got a uh, a non turkey entree. Uh, Chris and I still need a dessert, and I need one more side. So does Chris.
1: Nobody, uh, nobody went cornbread. It seems like that's always like a a
2: hit or no. miss type yeah. of answer.
0: No, uh, no cornbread this year. Wow, that actually is kind of surprising. Okay, uh, I'm next. Go get him. Pecan pie. All right, con pie is my next one. Um, Chris is is delighted over there. He's ready for uh, he's safe.
2: Whatever uh, it is, yeah, whatever he thought
0: of is is still on the board. So Chris, go ahead. You got two picks here, Chris. Uh, Go ahead.
2: Loaded baked potato. Put it on my plate, baby. Come on now,
0: bring it in. Interesting
2: potato.
1: That's
2: right. It's a it's a it's a niche, but I think it could work for him in this case. Okay. I was missing a starch. Now I got it.
0: Yeah, you do, you do have yeah. that. All right. Now, uh, you're, all you have left is is dessert uh, for your board. So you got to pick dessert
2: now. Pumpkin and pecan off the board. Key lime pie. Yeah.
0: Key lime oh, no. pie. I oh, think he just no. ruined his draft. Think, I, I That's right. I think he did just That's ruin right. the, uh, the Key draft. Key lime, baby. Key That's lime it. pie. That's the one. Oh, my goodness. Apple was right there. Oh, and he decided to go key lime?
1: Apple and Cherry were on the board. I've never seen such an intentional This is a this is like the Panthers tanking when they don't even have their own pick this you year. Like, get it.
0: no, you this is like for? no, this is like the Patriots trading up for Curtis Strain or whoever that center is. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what this is just now.
1: Chris, I think you had a really good <laughs> wow. thing going, buddy, but I don't know if that's gonna resonate. Oh
0: my goodness. I cannot believe that that just ha- it-, it was right there, right there.
1: It was just a little tapping I know.
0: It was
2: just a little. He could three putt for the win, and he
0: goes my
1: key lime Goodness,
0: high. it's
2: just sorry. I went for the thirty I'm yard screamer into the back of the net. My apologies. All right, I we'll see. That, if it go- I think, if it think goes that one's through. sailing
0: over the bar. Unfortunately, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> Bangers only. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: I guess my last pick next. I need one more side. Um well, don't say key lime pie. No, I can't now. Thankfully, um, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. For thank you so our much, ourselves. Chris. What is your problem? Key lime <laughs> pie? Yes, it's just not a traditional. It's not traditional even like answer. like it's more of a summer uh, food it's too. This is all
1: hell. Like if. And again, if he had said chocolate chip cookie, I'd have been like, "That's not really the time or the place." But I love a good cookie. But key lime pie—I just don't know where he where he came up with that.
0: I have no idea what he was thinking.
2: Listen, it's a light pie. You know, you can still put that whipped cream on it. (laughs) It's a light pie, Andy. He's thinking he, he oh, wants light to
1: eat pie. Kinda, yeah, it's got a light figure on. Everything else is so like heavy. Everything
2: else you eat on
0: Thanksgiving yeah. is so heavy.
1: <laughs> I do worry about the texture of my plate. That's something I've spoken about. Okay, uh, yeah. it's all very similar, but
0: we'll um, see. Uh, I'll go for for this one. I I usually like to go with an with an off the board type of uh, pick the last couple of years, but I I also need some kind of potato element. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and put hash brown casserole as my. Uh, next one. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, yeah, just to you know, change it up a little bit. Um, I, I think I have a good variety here. Uh, very versatile foods and uh, a wow factor, I think, with the brisket. So I think that's a good finish to my uh, team here. We'll see, though. Final pick goes to Brendan. You need one more side to go with your mash and sweet potatoes.
1: Oh, I know, and it's gotta be. Doesn't it feel like it should be something? Different than what I have already on the yeah. board, I don't want to like just get a vegetable. I think one year Andy went asparagus and I don't think it went well. I don't think it landed with the constituents. It was so taken that wrapped asparagus,
0: the, to be specific. I think it, yeah, I think it was, which is very good the by the way. Crap. And I will be having that once again for Thanksgiving. So
2: I might also be having Andy it. if you hadn't
1: if you hadn't taken cranberry, I think I'd have landed the W here. But I'm gonna, I am gonna go back to my niche side that I did last year. It's KFC coleslaw. You gotta pick it up a day in advance. (laughs) Yeah, the stuff goes with everything else in this meal. It just goes, man. And uh, so it's gotta be from Kentucky Fried Chicken. But the coleslaw is is what's gonna gonna kind of mix in there with your with your starches and get you going. It's like vegetable adjacent. It's not really vegetable, but it's you know (laughs) kind of
2: like a vegetable. Sort of. And so
1: maybe maybe the folks will give me a little bit of credit for having something that is like at least a different color on the palette, but we'll see.
0: Well, uh, that, there it is. Our big show Thanksgiving draft for 2023. You can, uh, we're going to post this full, uh, list, uh, all three teams from Brendan, Chris, and I, uh, on KTGR's, uh, or, or the big show, Twitter page at KTGR big show. So you can go and find them there and, uh, you decide, we'll put a poll up as well on our Twitter page, who is the one? Uh, you you, you want me to rundown? run it down real quick? Okay, we can, yeah, we can do this down. after gotta... the break. All right, so. Uh, yeah, let's take a quick all right, break. after That's the break, we'll run down, Chris. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do have to You're pay bills. Uh, good he job, He keeps producer us on Chris. schedule, does. man. I appreciate he, that. About he does him. a good job of that. Uh, we will get to the full rundown of the list here that we're about to tweet out and talk some Cardinals before we go here on The Big Show. You are listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Wow. Cody already tweeting in at KTGR big show. I don't understand. Brandon I... shrewd this draft. He said Dwight shrewd it. The office, is that, the, uh, is that the, the,
1: yeah, I don't watch it the way Andy does, but I can only assume that's not a good thing. No, it's not based a good on thing. a quick Google search. I found out that I didn't do very well. According to Cody, Man. I need more concrete explanation as to what I did wrong. Look. Well, I, I have acknowledged my shortcomings. I think I went too heavily into the potato, but I, I didn't have enough balance. That was it. I didn't. It's almost like I went too heavily into just the tried and true's. I built a foundation for my plate, but I wasn't able to figure out a way to get that ace level side, if you know what I mean. Like mm, yeah. I grabbed a Lance Lynn and a Kyle Gibson. And there, I just couldn't get the Yamamoto, man. That's the problem. No, that was the problem it. with my Thanksgiving plate.
0: Well, um, here let's run down the list. Uh, we just went through our big show Thanksgiving draft. Let's run through all of the teams here. Brendan's team is uh, with turkey and gravy. Everybody has turkey and gravy on their plate. Brendan also has ribs, as well as his three sides, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, and KFC coleslaw. Uh, his bread is dinner rolls, and his uh, his dessert is pumpkin pie. For producer Chris, he has ham as his non-turkey entree, along with mac and cheese, green bean casserole, a loaded baked potato, crescent rolls, and key lime pie, who was yeah, you know, uh, one. something like 130 down on the draft board, but he picked it with number... <laughs> Uh, with the fifteenth overall pick in the draft or something like that, agent. yeah, seriously. Um, and then my team—that's my Cody
2: Schrader, baby.
0: <laughs> I mean, I suppose oh, that's okay. the walk-on. Uh, 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 suddenly,
2: suddenly, I'm on board.
0: <laughs> uh, my team, I had brisket, uh, stuffing, cranberry sauce, hash brown casserole, Hawaiian rolls, and pecan pie. Very big snub was apple pie. Um, yeah, you say that every
1: year and I say, no, it was cherry pie because you always give love to pecan pie. I would never pick it. Um, I kind of wish I had gone cherry pie just to stay true to myself, but I, but I, I thought I was being strategic I think I flubbed it, boys. Well, I have a good solid foundation, but I think I, I think I lean too heavily. If I can, if I had swapped sweet potato and cranberry, I think I might've made it. I think I might've had the balance I was looking for, but I just... I got big eyes when I saw sweet potatoes still on the board. It's a great choice. And look, what voters need to realize, nobody else gets to put gravy on mashed potatoes. Only one person gets to do that. And that's like a staple. So I think I got the staples, but I then uh, maybe I got a little cute after that, Andy, and I I could live to regret that at some point.
0: Very possible, but uh, again, you decide who the winner is. That, our opinions don't matter; it's yours that matters. So go and vote at KTGR Big Show on Twitter. The poll will be open for a couple of days, so uh, and oh, up until like Thanksgiving around six o'clock or so. Uh, once you're firing up the egg bowl, I suppose uh, you'll be able to uh, to to vote for this. So go and find it at KTGR Big Show on Twitter. Kyle Gibson and Lance Lynn are officially St. Louis Cardinals, Brendan.
2: Why are they selling?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're Cardinals. They're Um, Cardinals.
2: How do we feel, everybody?
0: Again, I feel great if it is, you know, one of the few or one of the many deals that they end up making later.
1: So, I don't know. I thought that at least, like... I thought that at least one of the back-end rotation guys that you signed should have been, like, a three-year contract for Giolito or something to give yourself that stability, but also, like, upside that Giolito could turn back into an ace-caliber pitcher, but you wouldn't be quite paying him to be. You, you know, three years, $51 million, something like that. But they sign a guy for $10 million, a guy for $12 million, that they basically know aren't going to be aces, right? Lance Lynn, there is I, I would say there is upside there that he could just... Like, what if he was so bad with the White Sox last year because they suck <laughs> and they just, you know, it was just a really bad environment for a pitcher and he maybe, you know, we'll obviously get a chance to talk with him more about kind of what he endured last year, but the numbers when he went to the Dodgers were better, better to his career norms. What if Lance Lynn just kind of snaps back into what he normally is? That's a solid number three, honestly, in a rotation, and the innings are a given. Same with Kyle Gibson. These guys combined for 375 innings last year, Andy. That's more innings for the Cardinals than the conglomerate of Wainwright, Flaherty, Hudson, and Woodford, four guys that are gone. So for about the same amount of money as well, because Wainwright was was paid pretty heavily, you've gotten those innings covered. You've gotten that certainty of veterans that have been around the block and know what to do, John Mozeliak said today at his press conference. But, like, I think it's Cardinals fans are disappointed by a the lack of upside. I think from the names that they just got because you kind of feel like eh, they're back into the rotation guys, and the fact that you still need an ace. But I'm like said today, like this is just a day. This is not the finish line. So I would say there's still an acquisition that should be on the way, Andy. And I would reckon it's bigger in caliber than either of the two moves they've made this well, week. It, yeah. That's my prediction.
0: That has to be the case if you are talking about improving this rotation to be. Uh, pushing for a playoff spot and and beyond. I agree. Uh, with uh, with what you're doing this off season. So look, it's if you can lay more of a foundation with these moves, great. Uh, and again, it's it's two older pitchers. If you have one of them next year, probably good. If you decide not to keep one of them, but, yeah, a, yeah,
1: they both have an option. So yeah. if it goes well for either of them, I bet they're both back. But it kicks the can down the road of like. Giving your prospects time to develop. They didn't want to come into this year with McGreevy and Zach Thompson and Libertor and Griseffo needing to throw a bunch of starter innings. That could be a luxury if those guys perform well enough to get those innings. But you got to get an ace. I actually think their chances of landing Yamamoto went up today because now you've got one spot left in the rotation and you know the money that's available to you on your budget to do it with. So I think it makes it easier to get him.
0: We'll see. If that is in the Cardinals' future, as the hot stove is starting to get a little heated for the Cardinals. We'll see how much hotter it gets. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to the injury expert, Will Carroll, for joining us as well. We're back tomorrow at 4 o'clock, our final show before the weekend. Chiefs Kingdom show up next. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're out for now.